Welcome to our C3 Grow podcast. Wherever you are today, we hope that this message encourages you. We'd love to see you in person at one of our three locations, Howick, Ormiston, and Suva. Visit c3grow.org for details. Today uh, is what we call Whole Heart Sunday. Whole Heart is about what we can achieve together, collectively, if we dare to take some big-spirited faith steps together. Today, across both of our Auckland locations, we are receiving our annual Whole Heart offering. Next week, Suva will receive an offering there. Ordinarily, we receive this offering towards the end of March. And next year, God willing, Whole Heart will be back in its normal spot on the calendar. But our whole heart uh, offering today is a special vision offering which will go towards various projects and we're going to provide some more detail for those in just a few minutes' time. Additionally, today presents me with an opportunity to orientate our church and to chart a course for the remainder of the year. Uh, My wife, Dawn, said something very profound and valuable last week. She said that vision not only points us to where we are going, it first meets us where we are at. Well, today I want to meet you where we are at so that I can point you to where we are going. Last Sunday afternoon, in the last moments of our church prayer meeting, I asked people to share what they were hearing from the Lord, and Caitlin Trawick, our young adults community leader, shared this prophetic word out of Proverbs 13, 12, reading out of the NLT, and it deeply impacted me, both the scripture and her prophetic word. Now, here's the scripture that she shared in the translation that she used, Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. The first half of that proverb is probably most familiar to us. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. The last couple of years have been a season of deferred hope and false starts. There have been Numerous times when we thought all of the trials of this bizarre season were all about to be put behind us, only for another wave to then come and crash atop of us. Do you remember the optimism that we felt when we moved into 2021? We allowed ourselves to fantasize that perhaps the mere change in calendar year alone was about to bring the end to the COVID era. Now, that was really naive in hindsight. But at the time, some of us had hope. And then 2021 was probably worse and harder than 2020. The past few years have been a long slog with new variants and waves and restrictions and online services and bubbles and masks and alert levels and traffic lights, and we are over it. It started with three weeks to flatten the curve, but it's been three years and it's flattened us. 
And at various points over the last three years, we've looked and we've seen something that gave us a glimmer of hope that it was all finally coming to an end, only to have that hope shattered by yet another deferral. And all of this deferred hope has made us a bit sick. But it was the second lesser-known half of the proverb that Caitlin shared that was prophetic. A dream fulfilled is a tree of life. A dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And it was her sense, and it is mine, that now, yes, now, is the time to dream again. Because God is restoring joy. The wind that has been against us is turning to now be at our backs. And now is the time to dream again. And dreaming again will bring life back to our souls. Last year, we set a bold agenda as to what we wanted to achieve as a church in the period between then and now. And somehow, we have managed to achieve everything that we set out to achieve. Praise God. Last year, we rebranded our church to become C3 Grow. We defined what we believed to be our God-assigned area of influence, and we stepped out into that area, launching a new location right here in Ormiston, and also embracing a community of people in Suva to become C3 Grow family. We went from being one church in one location to become one church in three locations. And we did all of that together by faith, traveling into the wind. So what is God saying to us now? Let's pray. Come Wonderful Holy Spirit, and speak to us now. We need to hear your voice. We want to go with a sense that you are with us, because if you are with us and for us, then who can stand against us? You will build your church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against us, We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. My wife Dawn and I first arrived here in Auckland in mid-2019, July 7th, 2019, to be exact. We informally assumed the senior leadership of C3 Grow in December of 2019, and then we formally assumed it in late February of 2020. Now, as it happened, all of this coincided with the arrival of COVID-19 to our shores. So the entire time that we have led this church, we've been leading alongside COVID. Before we arrived, Dawn and I went through the process of figuring out how we wanted to do ministry leadership in this next season. We'd spent 10 years in Christchurch with all of the challenges that Christchurch had faced. And we had a feeling that we wanted to do this next season in a fresh and different way. 
Once we'd settled in here, we went about with a team collaboratively developing and then articulating both culture and vision. In other words, we communicated what kind of people we were hoping to be and also what we were hoping to achieve together. COVID has been an awful running mate during this crucial first leg of our race here at C3 Grow. It has interrupted, disrupted, and even sabotaged things from the start. For example, uh, we said that we didn't want the church to be too busy, but we ourselves have been way too busy trying to keep the church above water. We said that we wanted to focus on spiritual formation and discipleship, but we have needed to focus a disproportionate amount of time and energy meeting the peculiar challenges of this season. I wanted to study and teach the scriptures, but I've needed to study too many government policy documents, and I've needed to watch way too many weekday press conferences to figure out how church was going to run that weekend. We wanted to emphasize the sacredness and the priority of in-person gatherings, but we've needed to produce online service content and we've needed to lead a scattered church, which is a real challenge. Even now, as we go through the final stages, we hope, of this pandemic, we still don't have all of our members back with us yet. Without question, we've made some strides of progress. But despite these strides, it has largely been a labor of holding things together rather than a labor of building what we've been called to build in the way that we've been called to build it. So as I approach whole heart this year, I ask now, where to from here? What is God saying to us now in the place where we're at? Where is he pointing for us to go? I don't know if you've ever noticed this about me before, but I love a good phrase. In fact, I've come to learn that God guides me mostly by quickening phrases to my spirit so that they become prophetic signposts. My prophetic sense as to the leading of the spirit for the church comes to me in phrases. Now, we've already mentioned a couple of these phrases that have been quickened to us over the last several weeks. This year is about casting off weights and looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. This year is about growing into the spaces that we have created by faith. We talked earlier in June about how we've gone from having clothes that don't fit to having clothes that don't quite fit yet. At one stage, we were back in Howard, crying out for room to move. We were saying things like, we are committed to making room for people to make C3 grow their home. Well, now we've created room. You're sitting in one of them. We've created room 
And the challenge before us in various ways is to grow now into the spaces that we have created by faith. What else? This year looks like getting back on track. Getting back on track. This year, regardless of what this year has to throw at us, we want to make for certain that the last two years and the challenges of this season will amount to mission interrupted and not mission aborted. We want to get back to building what we set out to build in the way that we set out to build it. Do you remember what we set out to build? Do you remember late 2019? Some of you weren't here. Some of you were here, but so much has happened between then and now that you can't remember it. And I can understand why. But this morning, I want to spend just a few minutes recovering some old ground because I want to reclaim our culture today. Who are we? The setting of a vision is the articulation of what we're setting out to do together, where we are setting to go together. The development of culture is about who we're setting out to become as we do whatever it is that we're doing. And to us, our culture is more important than our vision. We want our culture to be more defined and more set than our vision because plans change. Detours happen. Curveballs are thrown. But for me... As long as it's us, and as long as we are growing together into Christ, I'm okay with wherever the road takes us. Here is who we set out to become as a church in mid-2019. We are spirit-led. We are a spirit-led people. We are guided and empowered by the Holy Spirit in everything that we do. We love the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. We are a spirit-led people. We are faith-filled. We believe that God is able to do the impossible. And we are committed to living and walking by faith. We are connect-driven. We are a place for all to belong. And we do life together. And we are all in. There is a part for everyone to play. And we want everybody to be committed to playing their part. We want everyone to be on a minimum of one team and a maximum of two teams. Now, as we've gone through this COVID season, some of you have dropped off teams. We get it. We totally understand but we'd love for you to jump back on a team and play your part in the forward movement of the church again. If you will do that, it'll help others who have been serving a little bit more than we'd like them to serve to be able to have Sundays to just come and worship and receive the word. If we're all Martha sometimes, we'll all get to be merry sometimes. And also, you will be using your gifts. And that makes everything so much more exciting. 
We are spirit-led, faith-filled, connect-driven, all-in people. Every week and in everything that we do, that is who we are. And what we do is informed by who we are, not the other way around. So what do we do? And what don't we do? And how do we do what we do? Our vision is that we would be all in and highly committed to very few things. All in and highly committed to very few things. Going forward and more than ever in this climate, we don't want our church calendar to be too full and too cluttered. We don't want our church to demand too much of your time because we want you to be freed up to be as Christ would have you be in the world, to be a good neighbor. So we do gatherings and we do groups. When we say gatherings, we mainly mean our Sunday gatherings. And the primary goal of these gatherings, the primary goal of our preaching is your spiritual growth, your spiritual formation. We would like to ask every member to be committed to being in a Sunday gathering each week for your spiritual formation. Now, of course, we know there are going to be a few Sundays each year when you're out of town or you're sick or whatever. But we are intentional about gathering and we are intentional about how we gather. We come to encourage and we come to be encouraged. We come to stir up one another towards love and good deeds. We come because of what we know, not because of how we feel or how it's going, because we know that he is God, because we know that we are his, because we know that he is good, because of what we know. We come with joy and praise and thanksgiving and singing and faith. Additionally, we do groups. We would love it for everyone to be a part of a connect group because remember, we are all in connect-driven people. We know that a Sunday gathering in this life is not enough. We need to be surrounded by a community of, of authentic faith and smaller groups will help us to do that. What we are trying to do is be disciples, make disciples, and build the church. Be disciples, make disciples, and build the church. The order of that is important to me. I don't think I've ever said that before. The order of that is important. The most important thing for me in my life is to be a disciple. The primary reason that I gave my life to build the church was to give myself and to give my family and to give you and your family a context in which to be made a disciple, a place to be a disciple. We need to get back on track. We have had some extraordinary disruptions over the past couple of years. But today... Let's make a commitment to get back on track. Thanks for listening. We hope this message has blessed you. 
For more information about our church, you can find us online at c3grow.org.